that we experience him afresh every Sunday, that there's just been this constant river in this room where we can drink and taste and see that the Lord is good. And Pastor Fina last week prophetically spoke upon this house about the tide has turned. That whatever you may be going through, whatever circumstances your family are going through, the tide is going to turn for your family now. Not soon, it's going to turn now. God's turning the tide. And I, tr- I truly believe that God has turned the tide. He's shifting perspectives. He's shifting hearts. He's making his presence more aware that we're starting to see it in the natural. Um, I'll tell you a story, a true story. Adriana told me this at, um, when Pastor Mike was here from Open Doors when we prayed for Janiah. She was instantly healed in a moment. When she came into um, the restaurant, she hasn't eaten all week, right? Because she was being sick, being in hospital. And then she was her normal self over the table eating food. And it's not because the prayer that I prayed, it's because God's real. God's unchanging. The same God that lived in the Bible is the same God that lives here today. Are we all right this morning? And I truly believe there's a hunger and a thirst in the body of Christ, not just in hills in Z, but there's a thirst and a longing for God to move. There's like, there's this urgency for us to see the supernatural, that the supernatural won't be super anymore. It will just become our natural. Are we all right this morning? There's a hunger that no meal on this earth can fill. There's a thirst that people are longing for that no drink on this earth can fill fill no void or anything of this world can fill but it only can be filled by the spirit of god there's this there's this desperation that's taking place just like you know the woman with issue with blood how she pressed into the crowd the desperation to touch jesus's cloak not even to see jesus just to touch him there is this urgency in the body where we're wanting just to touch jesus and for jesus to encounter us is that you this morning? Like, you just want God to encounter you? Like, yeah, like, it's great when we hear stories from the Bible, but how better would it be if you told your own story on what God did in your life? Are we okay? There's this verse. I'm not going to be long this morning because we're going to do baby dedication after this. But there's this verse that is commonly spoken about. We speak about it, and we, we just chuck it out there. And it's in Hebrews 13, verse 8. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You heard that? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's important for us not only to understand this, but we have to also walk this verse out. And you may be asking, okay, how do you walk this verse out? That Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The thing that we have to understand first is with the statement is that it helps us look from the past, present, and future. Yesterday is not just talking about my Saturday. Yesterday is talking about from the start of creation even before creation even began. Yesterday. It allows us to see the same God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It allows us to see how Christ is not only credible, but he is reliable. 
The reason why we have faith is not, it's not because of what's happening now the majority of the time. It's because we have faith of what he did. Are we all right? And the thing with Christ, he just didn't, he's not just like somebody who just turned up out of the blue, out of nowhere. He has always been. Are we okay this morning? Christ has always been. It wasn't just when he was birthed as a child that Jesus Christ came and entered the world. He has always been here. Are we okay? We're going to read it, if you didn't believe me. John 1.1. 1, 1. It says, In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God, and God created everything through him, and nothing was created through him. Nothing was, uh, nothing was created except through him. So John 1 is talking about Christ being the Word. Before his name was Jesus Christ, his name was the Word. And what does it say in Genesis 1? In the beginning was the, uh, Genesis, uh, John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God. And if we look at Genesis 1, we look, about, look and see that the Word was present when God spoke over creation. So Jesus didn't just come when he came in a manger. Jesus was always here. Even before earth was created and heavens were separated from the earth, he was always here. Are we okay? John 8, 58 says this. Jesus answered and says this. I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. What's he referring to? Where did he use a statement, I am? He used a statement when, the, um, when Israel was with um, in in um, Egypt, and he says to Moses, tell the people, I am sent you. So this shows that even before Jesus was born, he was still there yesterday. And this shows us and paints a picture that God, the God that we serve is unchanging and unchangeable. He was always been there. He will always be the same. And the question I have this is though God is unchanging, sometimes we as people change who he is to us. What do I mean by this? I say it like this. Sometimes our circumstances or troubles that we go through change the way we see God. And I'm not saying that we stop believing that there is a God, but we start living like the God of yesterday is not the God of today. We start living like it. Like if we, we always speak about this in church, in church circles, oh man, God heals, but they don't believe God heals now. Oh, God's people, God sets his people free and they talk about Egypt, now, freedom and that, but God does freedom now. Are we okay? I don't know about you, but the stories in the Bible are great, but I want to see stories in my life that I can speak about. Where God, when God says that he can heal people, that I want to pray that he can heal people now. He's not just the God who healed people in the Bible, but he's the God that can heal people now. He's not the God who just set people free in the Bible. He's the God who sets people free now. He's not the God who just brings salvation in the Bible. He brings salvation now. We can quote this all we want. Oh, Jesus is saying yesterday, today, forever. Yeah, that's cool. But do you believe what he did yesterday can do today? We're coming into a place, I believe, as a church, that miracles and wonders are going to start happening, and it has already started happening. 
There's already miracles taking place in people's lives that are unspoken yet, but it will come out sometime this year where miracles from personal time will come out now. There's a place where God's going to come into this room, wherever this church is, if we're in here or go back to our building, that God's going to do something miraculous in front of our eyes. That we're going to see the deaf become hearing again. We're going to see the blind to see. We're going to see things of the natural come into place of the impossible. That's what I believe. God still heals today. I've been in this pain for like three weeks, three weeks now, and I still believe God still heals today. God still delivers people today. He doesn't just deliver people in, in the Old Testament and the New Testament. He delivers people today, my now. God still brings breakthrough today. We can't quote the scripture and go, oh, Jesus is saying yesterday, today, and forever, but you don't believe that he can do what he did back then, now. Are we okay, church? There's a story in a Bible in John 4 about a nobleman. And it says this. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go away. I'll go your way. Your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servant met him and told him, saying, your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was the same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives. And he himself believed and his whole household believed also. So we have a story of a nobleman coming to Jesus, asking for healing for a child, come to see my child. And we see stories like this of true accounts in the Word of God. And we, what I've noticed just in Christian circles, that we read stories like this, and we as a church live like it only happens then. I'm not, I'm not bagging the church or anything. I'm just telling us the truth. Maybe you think like that, oh, it only happens then. We live like God only healed then, but the same God in this story is the same God that we serve today. Because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And so the question I want to ask is, why is it so hard for us to believe what God, back di what God did back then, he can do now? Why is it hard for us to believe that, that if you're sick in your body, that God can't hear you? Oh, but I've been praying, I've been praying, Jordan. I've been praying all the time. Keep praying. I just haven't seen my breakthrough. Keep pushing through. I know we see stories in the accounts of the word that things happen instantaneously, which is awesome. And I, I believe God can do that. But I also believe there's a journey in the process of healing. Imagine if God turned up to every circumstance and listened to us. Would we, would we like if we go, oh God, I need healing my body, boom, healed. And we never went through the process of healing. You know what doesn't transform? Our character. We just think God's a genie. We think God can just heal us. Boom, done, instantly. Maybe the question we need to ask us, oh, why am I going through this? What do I have to learn through this moment? 
because God may be healing you through a process rather than healing you instantaneously. Are we okay this morning? I want us to go to verse 50 of this verse. It says, Jesus said to him, go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. At the word of Jesus, he took it and went back home. Do you notice that he said, Jesus said to him, go your way, your son lives. Put this into context. Imagine you didn't have a car, okay? You lived in Wainui, right? And Jesus was hanging out at Batoni Beach. You walked all the way to Batoni Beach to hang out with Jesus and tell him that your child is dying. You go to him and go, Jesus, this is Jesus, there's Jesus. Jesus, I need you to come with me. My son's dying. And all he says, go your way, your son lives. But I just walked like 20 kilometers to get to you. And all he said was, go your way, your son lives. Put that into context. Think about that. If that was me, and I was asking him for my child, and he only said six words, and I walked 20 kilometers to get to him. And all he says is, go your way, your son lives. He says, go your way, your son lives. And so it says, so the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went his way. The question I want to ask us is this. Why is it so hard for us to believe the word from Jesus? Why do we have to ask for a sign? Why do we have to ask for, can you prove it? Because in this moment, this noble man just turned up and got, go, literally Jesus goes, yeah, yeah, cool man, your son lives. That's it. Oh, but can you pray for him first? Can you like, um, can you, can you do the three-step prayer for me? Um, can you, can you lay hands on him? I'm not saying laying hands is bad. I'm not saying prayer is bad. But I'm just saying, in this moment, Christ said nothing other than go your way. Your son lives. And I thought, how many times does God need to say something for us to believe Him at His word? It's cool knowing stories in the Bible. It's cool going, oh yeah, Jesus saved me yesterday, today, forever. But we, do we believe him at his word? When he says in his word that he has healed all sickness, do we believe him at his word? Do we believe him at his word that you're loved? Do we believe him at his word that you're the, the head and not the tail? Oh, but I'm just going through some anxiety and that. But at his word, he says that you're the head and not the tail. At his word, he says he knows the numbers of hair on your head at his word. But, but in this society today, we need many words to believe one word. Oh, but I just need to go to conference. I just need to hear a speaker. I need to hear from a prophet. The best prophet for you is Jesus. The best preacher that you can ever listen to is the Holy Spirit. Not Jordan, but the Holy Spirit. The best words you can ever be given is from the Word of God, not Jordan. I give you encouragement, but the Word of God gives you life. Are we okay? 
But this man does something amazing after this. So he takes Christ at his word. And then it says in verse 52, it goes, Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left. So the father knew that it was the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives, and he believed in his whole household. This guy, if you didn't realize, he fact-checked Jesus. He fact-checked him. Because he goes to the servant, hey, when did my son get healed? Oh, yesterday at the seventh hour. That's when I asked Jesus, yesterday at the seventh hour. He fact-checked Jesus. When Jesus says something at his word, it'll be. And when it happens, you just got to go, when did that happen? Oh, when you did this. <sighs> Jesus, you're good. I did that with Adriana and Janaya. Adriana's like to me at the table, she goes, Janaya's eating now. Like, she's feeling better. Like, she's all healed now. I was like, when did that happen? Oh, when, he, when we were praying for her at the front. I didn't just believe then. I just had to fact check. I was like, what happened? Oh, it's when you prayed. I was like, Ugh. the power of prayer. The God that we serve is the God of the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. Are we okay? And so I want to ask this question again. How many times does God need to say something for us to believe him at his word? If God's unchanging, it means he's always the same. So if he, heals, if he healed back then in the Bible, he can heal you today. If he can bring deaf people to here, he can bring deaf people to here today. Because if we truly believe this verse, he's the same yesterday, today, forever. Whatever he did in the word, he will do today and forever. Are we okay? We as a church are going to go through this journey together on just unpacking and discovering just God's goodness. I truly believe every week when we come here, that you come with the expectation that God's going to perform a miracle. And it might not be a miracle that you see in front, like someone's leg grow, but it might be a miracle where someone's life gets set free. It might be a miracle where someone's um, um, pain gets healed instantaneously. But I truly believe we're going to a place where God's going to just show his goodness in the natural. Are we okay? Do you believe that? I believe that. I truly believe that. I truly, truly believe God's going to perform miracles in front of our eyes. That it's not going to be hearsay. You're going to say, I witnessed this. I believe God is going to make himself more evident. And our supernatural, the supernatural power of God will become hills and zeds natural. It's just our natural place to be. I believe God is stirring already people in this room to start things that may be uncomfortable. But let me encourage you that you're in the right place and God only calls people at the right time. If that's you this morning and you're feeling a stir in your heart like, man, I feel like God's calling me for this. And let me tell you, if you feel God's doing it, he only calls at the right time. He doesn't mistake his call when he calls people. He knows the right timing.
And there's no coincidence that, that you're here this morning. You're here for purpose on purpose. Because the same God of yesterday is the same God of today and forever. And so I want to encourage us as we go from this place that what God has done, He will continue to do. And if He has done it before, He will do it again. Because the God that we serve is the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. And I just want to, I want to reiterate that this morning. The God that we serve is the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. And when you open your Bibles this week, and when you read the stories in the Bible, say, say to yourself as you read, this can happen today. And stir your faith up during the week. If you read a story of God's miraculous power of what he did, you can say the same God here is the same God today. That what he done here is he can do it today. If he healed people here, he can do that today. So whatever you read this week, I encourage you to tell yourself and build your faith up saying, man, God, you did this here. I want to see you do it here in my today. And I truly believe this house is just going to move into the space where God's going to do stuff today. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Our God is unchanging. And I just want to remind some people in here, you're never too far off from God. Even if you feel like you're running away from Him, let me tell you, in your deepest valleys, He's there. In your highest mountaintops, He is there. He says His presence is even in Hades. His presence, you can't escape His presence. His presence is everywhere. You can't escape Him. And so I want to encourage somebody this morning that God has got you. The same God of yesterday is the same God today. And I truly believe as you go throughout this week that God will make that more evident in your life like never before. And I believe that over your life today, this morning, church.